This is professional radio, gentlemen. That's front wheel drive. Sorry, have you got anyone you want to thank? Just myself. And now we do the after hours. Da, da, da. <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, what would you go for? ACSN there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and because it's not a supercar. It is. It's not. Automotive perfection comes in the form of two letters, A and U. Long live my LTD. Welcome to Car Talk. It is Sunday night. It's the Sunday kickback. Here, live in isolation, uh, online and streaming with Alan. What's happening, dude? Well, lockdown as usual and not in Canberra as I should be, but uh, apart from that, not much. That's good. And we've got Rob from the Dynamic Father-Son duo, now the Dynamic Father, Mr. Mr. Rob himself. How are you, man? Yeah, not too bad. Been pretty lazy. I've, you know, I've got a, I could have been working on my cars, but because it's been so cold, I just... I don't know. I just stayed inside and watched TV for the weekend, really. That's it. That's a solid weekend, though. That's a solid weekend. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, not really. To the Olympics, <laughs> watching the, the gymnastics, the volleyball, the ah, soccer. The, 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 the Olympics. I, I've been watching a little bit of it. There's no crowd or anything there, is there? It's, they just, none, what's, none whatsoever. It's crazy. You would think that without the crowds, um, the, some of the gymnasts will probably perform better because they wouldn't be as nervous, I, I would say. Or, or there'd be more nervous, like, holy crap, this is now streamed everywhere in everyone's room because no one can go anywhere, they're all staying home. Mm, no, I think it's a, yeah, so the crowd could either boost you up or you could actually get worse. It, it depends on the adrenaline and how you take it in as yeah, an athlete. That, 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 is, uh, that is definitely true. But, Alam, are you a fan of the Olympics? Uh, well, as you can tell by my great physique, um, not quite a sportsman. Uh, um, it, I'm more of a if it's if something's on, something's interesting, I'll give it a watch. But you know, if otherwise, I'm not too fast to like. I need to watch this particular event or something like that. The good thing about it is you don't normally watch some of the sports uh, at all. Like you, know, you don't see the table tennis or you know uh, various cycling and stuff like that until the Olympics are on. Like say it's a it's only a once in every four year thing. Or well, in this case, it would be three years. Right, the next yeah. one. <laughs> So yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, I always like the, uh, uh, the 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 badminton, which is always a bit of mm. fun. And then in the Winter Olympics, I love the bobsled just because I grew up watching cool runnings. <laughs> so exactly, exactly. So I was gonna say I probably enjoy the Winter Olympics more because you know, surprisingly, I kind of like curling. Um, and really? yeah, bobsleds is always always a fun time. We are joined by the one and only Mr. Turbocharged Territory when he's on in Mr. Anthony Falk. But uh, when he's, he's is he with us? Yeah, he is. I think he's got sound. What's going on, guys? Can you hear me? Can hear you, mate. Can hear. Welcome to the show. Before we get to, we've got a couple of comments. Reese K's big fan, big fan of the show. He's come on many times. Miss you all. Miss you too, mate. Hopefully, we can see each other after lockdown. Adam Ward from the Podfielder Podcast is like, "G'day, boys!" And the Fury Wall is back. So the Fury Wall, yeah. Fury Wall's back. Pat nice. the Fury Wall. Pat, Pat, Pat the Fury Wall. Uh, it is. It is. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast studio. Yeah. Well, I'm not at home at the moment. So that's not going to to uh, to happen there. And I said, well, no point. It'll be it'll be there for Tuesday and going going forward. But Anthony, how are you doing, pal? Bloody tired, but otherwise good. Bloody, why are you bloody tired for, mate? Short changeovers of shifts. It does it to you every time, mate. Ah. He, he was he was part of the beatdown squad uh, during the protest. 
Oh, I don't know what you're on about, mate. <laughs> I'm not that heavy-handed. <laughs> I, I won't go too much into it, Anthony, but it looked like it was a pretty crazy day yesterday. Yeah, no, look, I wasn't there gladly, so I didn't have to deal with that. I uh, I came on later on and just drove around in circles and gave a couple of people some... Oh, gave one person, one person specifically, but I mean, that was his own doing. He was driving the wrong way down the street. <laughs> down <laughs> off, man. Uh, uh, he, he worked himself into 1500 bucks worth of fines, so it was either that or a court date. Fair enough. More, um, more worthy, more worthy result out of the fines, to be honest. <laughs> anyway, it's their, it's their own mistake. It is the Sunday Kickback, guys, where we take questions live on Facebook. So we've already got a few comments from Mr. Adam Ward and from Reese K. Put your questions through, your comments through. We're happy to answer them. We'll start. We'll go around the room with some car updates, gentlemen. Rob, we'll start with you, my friend. Car updates with you. Oh well, it's been a sad month. Um, I sold my '65 Mustang, so. It's gone to a new home and the guy's looking after it. He's tucked it away in the garage and he's put his beautiful new Mustang cover over the top of it and he's looking after it and he's very happy by the sounds of things. So that's good. But it's sad to see it go. Yep. Um, Apart from that, um, so I've been working on that to get to sort of make sure it's all ready for him to take, you know, sort of take it back to Sydney, which it went to Sydney uh, a couple of weeks ago. Is that that why that's pretty much it? Did you give him? Did you give him the COVID? May, maybe, maybe the car was had COVID or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> no. it, it was um, no, it was socially distanced on a on a tray truck and and socially taken away at, at a, a fair distance from the driver. So it was all good. No, I, so I'm not sure how he came across the state. That was his problem, not mine. <laughs> I just made sure I had my mask on and I stayed and kept, kept away from it but with the car yeah so I had to just do a few little things that he, he sent a mechanic down from well, one of his mates who's a mechanic um, to have a look at the car and he was quite happy with it went for a drive said everything was fantastic gave him a good report and he laid down a cash and the car went so yeah I don't know on to the next adventure I don't know what sort of car I'll be Harley and I are still looking at our U-Butte supercar, our high-performance, I don't know, Ferrari or a, a Lambo or a, or a Porsche. It'll be nice. Or maybe not. Or maybe not, Deb reckons. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that's pretty much it with cars here. So I've just been working on that. Haven't done anything on the SEC. Uh, as you know, we're trying to get Harley's E36 AMG back on the road. So... As soon as I, um, we're out of lockdown, I'll put the battery back in. Um, I've got the roadworthy. I'll get the roadworthy lined up and get that back on club plate. I'll get it on club plates. Um, so, yeah, it was yeah, just tinkering here and there. That's it. Yeah, nice. So, uh, so was it a sad moment when the Mustang drove off? Yeah, it was. It was sad. Yeah. So, it's it sort of um, – I, I don't – feel that bad i really enjoyed it i I had fun with it we've done a lot of things um we went for drives with the car clubs and went to the mustang roundups and you know pretty much taking it everywhere and you know to the all four days and and all the muscle car shows and stuff like that and father's day cruises and and whatnot so i think it's about time someone else gets to enjoy it and um spend a bit of money on it to bring it up to maybe what they want because if I was going to hold on to it, I would have had to then spend probably another 
fifteen odd thousand dollars to put the power steering in and you know and, and, and get the suspension sorted out hundred percent because I wasn't really happy with the suspension. So there was little things like that that you sort of you know that Steve when you own a car for a while, you know it's strengths and weaknesses within the car, you know, what's good and bad. And then so I thought, you know, let someone else enjoy it. And if I ever want a Mustang again, I've got some good money for it. So I could always go out and buy another one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. exactly right. Sharon's gonna gonna um she recommendation she's like go for a beetle an old beetle as you know. an old beetle <laughs> now my the friend had a an old beetle and he worked on that and I worked on that with him and I, I, even though oh, I've experienced you know beetles I'm not a, a huge beetle fan unless it's been souped up maybe a Carmen gear or a, a Porsche. You know, one of those, what are they, those old replicas, you know, like the yeah, James like a, Dean ones? Yeah, like a, like a Speedster. Or a is it, what is it, a Speedster? A 956, is it? Yeah, something like that. That would be nice to have for a, for a little while. I wouldn't mind something like that. Even if, I mean, I couldn't, couldn't afford an original one, but a replica. I might be able to sort of just be able to afford a replica with the money I've got for the Mustang. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Why not, do, yeah, uh, why not throw nice. a spanner in the works and do, a, do an EV conversion on, a, uh, on an old, old school car? That'd be cool. That would be a, a thing to do, and and there are there is a Mustang for sale at the moment. It's got no motor in it, and it's real cheap. So that's, I mean, it's a Mustang again, but um, sounds like a prime candidate, can, though. It does, yeah. So possibility, hmm, something different. And, and I was always thinking about that because there's there there are guys in California that do that to Mustangs and V Dubs. They do the EV conversions to them, so. I'm sure I can get the parts for it easy enough. Uh, no doubt. Well, I know that I've sent uh, sent Matt a couple of different places over in Europe that specify, obviously, Europe being a large sort of hub for that sort of stuff. But yeah, do EV conversions on old uh, old Volvos, old Jags, old MGs, just anything like that. Their work is looks pretty damn impressive, that's for sure, as well, and does a full resto on them too. Um, yeah. I, I quite like what this guy's done in... Um, Queensland with his W108 Mercedes. He's got basically a C63 running gear right through the whole car, interior and mechanics. I saw that. All the dash seats. I love it. To me, that, that that's just awesome. Yeah. I think, Anthony, we were talking about that car in, in one of our group chats. It was, it was just epic, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, exactly that. Uh, there's, there's been a couple of them, actually, I think we've, we've managed to find. Um, it's impressive, some of the stuff that people come up with. Mm. I wish I had the skill set or skills and patience to do it. I've probably got the skills, but maybe not the patience and time. Yeah. Time's the main thing. Yeah. I mean, that's how good a- is, um, I guess, the authorities in terms of doing this, though? Like, how registrable are these cars? Is my question. Because, hey, if, you know, if you got the engineering behind it, why not? Mm. Mm, good point. Yeah, like if it's engineered and it's and an engineer's been through the concept, yeah, this is actually structurally sound. It, it all works. The brakes are good enough for the engine. This, that, and the other. Yeah, sure. Hell yeah. I think that's a. I think that's actually a good option. I mean, you've got Rob, your your Barrow Mustang, uh, which we still haven't collected a, a finder's fee for yet. Uh, uh, is <laughs> Barrow Merc, not Mustang. The Barrow Mustang Merc. Oh, sorry, Barrow Merc. Sorry, the Mustangs got really confused. That car in particular. How much would that have cost to engineer, you reckon? Because it was, it was all engineered before you got it. Uh, yeah, because it was done for an authorised conversion 
uh, company. They would have had in-house engineering and whatnot, but that car would have cost them at least minimum 12 to 15 grand to do. Uh, with the brake upgrades, the, the Brembo's in the front, um, uh, redoing all the suspension bushes um, right throughout and fabricating even those engine mounts. They're, they're like fully engineered engine mounts. Yeah. Uh, that you know, holds the barrier into that chassis. And um, the car is solid. It just feels great. They've done a great job from the conversion places. Uh, I, I believe they do Mustang conversions there as well, the company that did it. Yeah. So it was done professionally and, and it would have cost them a, a fair bit of cash. Um, that was the good thing about the car. So that was, to me, one consolation that sort of... I suppose, sort of made me hold on to the car, apart from all the rust and the hail damage on it, which took, um, you know, several months to sort of cut out and redo and and sort of get it all sorted out. And, and then sorting the motor out as well, because they didn't really tune and sort the, the ECU out and, and the, just the actual valve bouncing and whatnot. So I had the valve springs in, plugs, and, and get it tuned and, and whatnot. So it runs a bit more consistently. So, look... A bit of work's been done to it, so even now I've, I've probably thrown in another, you know, eight k in that into that car since. So and and on top of that, that car's probably got about probably twenty five, thirty k into it. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, for for what you paid and stuff, I think I think you're you're, you're money in the bank with that car, easy. Yeah, I, I think so. And those W one hundred eight, so it's in there. Stock condition and in sort of a fit, average condition, a, a fetching high twenties now, so it's good. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, definitely can't complain with that. Mm. Just uh, again, just glad that somebody jumped onto it and have to be somebody that we know. Oh, look, I think um, it could have been done a lot better if if you threw another 20, 30 grand at it. But you know, uh, then you might be just overspending on it. Um, but for what it is. And that's- and that's, yeah. and that's the whole thing, I guess. It gets to a bit of a rap warrant. I mean, you can keep throwing money at it, you can keep modifying it, keep doing it in different ways, and there's always going to be some way that's going to be better and, um, and yeah, just more efficient or, or more reliable in certain ways. But, again, when's enough enough? Well, exactly. And, you know, like I, it was suggested to me that I should change the, the actual differential out of it and, and the rear suspension and put in an EL uh, back end and graft in uh, you know, a Falcon back end to it. And probably great if you wanted to go more power and, and really spend a lot more, you know, throw a lot more money at the, the power. But for the power that it's got at 230-odd kilowatts at the rear wheels, it's everything seems to be holding on. Any more power, the gearbox will start playing up. The diff will start blowing up. So it's just, just right. Because that one's a five-speed, isn't it? It's not the six-speed. It's a five-speed, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because the, the five speeds aren't, aren't as strong as the as strong. The six, no. Yeah, because the, th- the six speeds are pretty much bulletproof in them. So, yeah. but yeah, no, that's it's a really cool car. That yeah, um, I'm just bleeding that someone sold a real nice six speed gearbox <laughs> and I didn't get onto it. I'm bleeding. <laughs> yeah, it, it's. It, I mean, if that guy was in this in this call right now, it'd be it. it he he wouldn't know what hit what hit him, would he? No, not at all. <laughs> Whoever that may be. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Anthony. Whoever that might be. Yeah, exactly. Well, look, admittedly, the guy who uh, who did actually buy my six-speed off me, um, he did say that actually there was a couple of bearings that, due to the impact itself, were pretty shot that had to be redone. So, I mean, I'd almost feel bad if I was to give it to you and then to have it uh, have to okay. be rebuilt anyway. So, I think you might dodge a bullet. Fair, fair enough. Oh, 
it's still you can just fix that up and off you go. What else happened in, in your in your world of cars, Rob? It's been a while since I've had you on. Free ADC, free ADSC projects still sort of lingering on. Yeah, I'd like to get that sort of sorted out. And then I've got an F100 project that hasn't really gotten anywhere since I put the grafted in the front suspension uh, from the EL. Yeah, I've got a P76 that's going up in value big time, which, which is my first car. That's still sitting in the garage, just sitting in the garage, doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. So when I retire, I've got plenty of work. <laughs> plenty of work. Rob's Fabrications is coming back alive when you retire. Oh, the neighbours won't be happy. <laughs> they won't be happy. Anthony, uh, you might have to, to say to everybody that you know, uh, can you leave this street alone for the next few hours while we <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, D- disregard nah. any phone calls across. Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, never mind. I, I, what I'll do is um, I'm going to try cleaning out my back garage, which is away from the, the houses, and, and there's open paddocks at the back, so I can make a bit more noise. And, and if I use a bit of aerosol spray cans and stuff like that, they're not going to automatically ring the council every time I do something. So it'd be a bit. I think it'd be a bit better than working in my front garage. The front garage is too close to the neighbours, and they can sort of sticky beak in what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Alan, yeah. updates with you, man. You've got a big update for us. Yes. So Friday was the day I got the booking. Uh, I have roads for the MX-5. In case uh, Rob, you've missed it, and Anthony, I purchased I an MX-5 have. at the start of July. I think it was. The 4th of July. I'd seen it the Friday earlier. It was in somewhere in country Victoria in Murchison, just a bit south of Shepparton. I've been looking for a little while and um, one got sold on me, unfortunately, while I was still on camera. But this one, I decided to take a peek and it, you know, ticked all the boxes for me during the test drive. So I made the purchase, brought it down to Melbourne on a permit and um, took it to the mechanic for the roadworthy. That ended up taking a little while longer than expected. And initially, what was going to be was Matt was going to take the car for me because I was supposed to be back in Canberra. But I think the one good thing about lockdown was I was able to still be here, collect the car, and take it to Vic Roads. I believe that was an essential purpose because it was my only car because technically it's the only car that's under my name. Um, so I went to the Carlton <laughs> Vic Roads. I went to the Carlton Vic Roads as well, well out of the 5K um, uh, limit. And uh, you went to the appointment. The, the gentleman just you know, looked at the paperwork and was like, all right, bring the car into the inspection bay. And because it's got the exhaust, I'm like, I'm sure he wouldn't have an issue with the exhaust. I just cruised it as slowly as I could, just like letting off the clutch, not even giving it the accelerator. I just brought it to the bay. He had a look, signed it off. And he's like, come meet me inside. <clears throat> and as soon as he like closes the door, I start her off again. And <laughs> they're like, I'm glad he wasn't here to hear that. So, you know, park it up. He gives me the plates. Everything's good. I end up getting um, three months of retro just for now. And uh, gave me some plates and, you know, car came home very happily. And I also got a spare key made um, as soon as I could because it only came with the one key. And I don't know how accurate the guy, the key cutting guy is. He's, he's my regular key cutting guy, even though I've used them twice. But he claims that if you do end up losing the key for these cars, it's the same as the, the, the four lasers as well. You basically are screwed unless you get like another barrel or something and then like more spare keys like from some other car. Yep. So, yeah, for 170 bucks, that's probably one of the better insurances I can get. And it's nice to have the little nice key. So, happy about that. Um, yeah, 
So the car's on the road, registered with good insurance. Um, that's not, you know, breaking the bank. And um, yeah, hopefully once lockdown ends, we can take it for a, a nice cruise. Hopefully lockdown ends soon. We'll we'll have to we'll have to keep an eye out for that. Uh, Mr. Turbo Terry, car updates with you. Um, not really too much on my end. It's still just uh, plodding along and um, doing its thing. Had the center bearing changed over actually the other day and had the tail shaft balance. So, I mean, that's um, probably about as exciting as anything goes on with the Territory. Other than that, believe it or not, the uh, the original owner of the Toyota Crown, I got a letter in the mail from her. Are you serious? Yeah. She sent me a letter in the mail. Um, <laughs> basically, was just like, hey, Anthony, um, you know, I'm the, the previous owner of the, of the Toyota Crown. It's been such a long time. You know, I hope the car's going well. You know, have you replaced the engine on it? Is it still going strong? You know, we really appreciate a couple of photos and, you know, to check in to see how things are going. I haven't had a chance to send a letter back to her yet, um, but I almost feel, given that she sent me a, a handwritten letter for it, that I need to do the same thing and get a couple of photos printed out of it. Absolutely, you do. That, that's awesome. Um, so, yeah, that was that was really unexpected. But I mean, yeah, look, the crown's still going, still hasn't been serviced since we've had it for what, three and a half <laughs> years. And in saying that, I've only done 6,000 K. So, I mean, eh, these things happen. But probably, probably would, I mean, it's on its last leg, the motor, to just keep it going, give it a, give it a oil change. And then once, once the barrel goes in, you'll be, you'll be laughing. But yeah, it's, for uh, it, some context, you bought it off, a, you bought it off a very old lady that, that owned it since new, and she loved that car, and uh, and that's actually really sweet that she said you're a handwritten letter. Yeah, yeah, I was really surprised, really surprised, and and even the fact that she's got the uh, the landline phone number in there too. <laughs> that's awesome. So um, yeah, no, I'll need to need to send something back, but that's probably um, yeah the only only interesting car related uh, thing which has sort of gone on at the moment. Um, other than just us sending each other stupid cars that we wish we could buy and add to our collection, but we're just not at a point that we can do it yet. So, um, well, yeah. Hopefully, I feel so. like Anthony's purposely neglecting this motor so that it does die, and then he's got more of an incentive to actually swap the engine. Well, well yeah, look, that, that that's entirely the whole point, but keep driving it until it doesn't work anymore. Um, <laughs> that That's my thought. And then... I have no excuse, but I need to put a new engine in and here you go. But again, I still need to have the funds available, which is not the uh, not the ideal time right now, but at least the house is done. So, I mean, that's hopefully in the next sort of six to 12 months can actually happen. We can always come by and pour some liquid glass in the engine and uh, let you expedite the process if you wish. Get a sugar in <laughs> Mate, Mate, I, 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 to be honest, I'm sure if there was a gentle breeze on that engine bay, that uh, that the engine would just stop. So I don't even think that's to go that far. Maybe, maybe we need to do some just a couple of drags, you know, take it to the uh, Tuesday nights and just. Mate, you know, I, I, it, Matt, you, you know how I drive this this car. Um, yes, I, I, I am still ruthless on it, and any time I get onto the freeway, it's foot to the floor and revving to red line to change gears. It shakes at anything that goes above 80 k's an hour on the freeway. But it's so worth it. It's so but worth it still it. drives. It still keeps going. It, it hasn't died yet. 
it's a Toyota, Anthony. It, it, it will keep going until until it officially dies. But uh, and Kemi Weld. And Kemi Weld. <laughs> this shit works. It works. It does. It does. Again, it's how long has it been now? A year and a half that it's been holding together? Two years almost? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's about me, mate. So you had a set and bearing and, and tail shaft balanced. So um, yep. no, it's a pretty it's a pretty standard job on, on Falcon slash territories. Yeah. Oh look it, it, it the tail shaft guy is um obviously one of Ratner's uh, usual guys so he knows what's going on and how to get it done reasonably quick. So it was done maybe about half a day in the end. Oh, pretty um good. but yeah, normally the process is not the most easy to be done. Um, but in saying that when you've been doing them enough, he knows his tricks to make it work so it can be done pretty quickly. So yeah, definitely. yeah, all balanced, all sorted. So that's at least easy. I have been noticing a little bit over time that there's a little bit more sort of vibration through the car when sitting at idle. So yeah. I'm having a feeling the engine mounts might be working their way out. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's just something to consider later on down the track. I was having a look at um, tough mounts do still their territory um, engine mount kits. I mean, mind you as well, they're about 450 bucks, so they're not cheap compared to the stock ones. Um, but something which is going to be able to hold the power and um, and whatnot when things are done is probably not also a bad move either. But they recommend it for not stock cars. <laughs> Extra boost, uh, as you would Basically. No, that's good, dude. Uh, it's, it's really good. And territory, So we've got that, the territory upgrade soon, hopefully, fingers crossed. And then, uh, well, look, that, that's that's before the crown gets done. I need to get the territory done because, again, 17 liters per hundred, I can improve on that. And I've already got things good to go that's sitting and waiting. So, I mean, get it in, get it done, bring the economy. Most people sort of say the economy drops down to about 13 or 14. Um, and I can take that a lot easier than 17, especially when the power output is close to 300, then. Yeah. Definitely. And you, won't so, I mean, be, you won't be losing many traffic like Grand Prix, put it that way, Mr. Mr. Anthony. No, I don't think that's going to be an issue. Uh, 300 <laughs> or all four wheels out of a territory. Jeez, God help us all. <laughs> if he does lose it, he'll just flick on his lights. Exactly that. Mate, not even to that extent. <laughs> I won't even have the proper lights. I'll just, you know, have a have a one one glow torch that's red and one that's blue and like just turn one on and yeah. one off. <laughs> He's just flashing it <laughs> on your propeller hat. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, it's it's good. It's good. But uh, yeah, it's it's good to see. It's good to see all, all your all your cars are uh, up and about and, and and getting some stuff done and and uh, and working working through them, Anthony. Uh, I, I find that I find that amazing that the lady contacted you. Like, you've had the car about three years now, right? Yeah, three coming up four years now. Well, that's flown that time, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. COVID hasn't helped. No, no. Uh, but yeah, it, it is. It is what it is, Anthony. Yeah, no, you should send her a photo of like a crushed car first, and like a couple <laughs> days later in the mail, and be like, "Just kidding." And, 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 and say, "Just kidding." Attack, please, <laughs> please, please find, please find attached uh, a COVID laced letter. <laughs> oh, far out. Anyway. Oh, terrible. Um, what about you, mate? What's uh, what's news with yours? Uh, not much, man. Um, For Forrester got serviced yesterday. It's got a head gasket. Nah, man. 
please. <laughs> it it just it just needed uh it just needed fresh oil and and a and um, a filter. Um, it was just it was just due to decays. But my VF fifty two the turbocharger on that's on it is starting to show signs of it being a bit how you're going. A little bit of oil seeping through the turbo seals. Just it's just age. Um, so I can get the seals redone, pop it back on, and it should be. Because I have noticed, like especially at at um at higher speeds, it doesn't pull as hard as it used to. Uh, and and um and then like when I when I've been pulling over, I've been noticing like, like a little bit of smoke. I was like, oh, I'll get it sussed out. And it's not it's not too bad at all at the moment, but it's um it's the beginnings of the turbos, you know, starting to not be happy with me. So I'm like, you know what? Probably a good idea to. I mean, it was a secondhand turbo when I got it, so it's probably a good idea to get. Um, get it redone and can go back on the car. But apart from that, all, all okay with that car. Nothing wrong with it there. So you're going to go bigger turbo, fuel right, fuel injectors. <laughs> well, see, the gearbox. It. Yeah, break the gearbox. That, that's the next step. But like with that car... Can gasket delete? Can gasket delete? It's already done that, Anthony. So, <laughs> <laughs> so with that car, I'm playing... If I'm to go next, if I'm to do the next step, like I can go injectors and I'd probably, if I was to go next injectors, I'd go get a flex fuel sensor and get it tuned for, for flex fuel to 85. And that's where that, that's where you get your real gains from because it's, it's basically, it's got all the bolt-ons you need. It's got, it's got the full exhaust. It's got, it's got the bigger turbo. It's got, you know, the bigger injectors. It, uh, no, it actually doesn't have, it doesn't have injectors. I've got to do the injectors. That, that'll be the thing I need to do, but it's, it's got the thread, the three port, the intercooler, you know, all, all the, all the, the upgrades, all the bolt-ons that, that are the supporting mods for more power, um, just injectors need to be done because at 200 oil kilowatts, it kind of maxes out the injectors on on that. So it's, I mean, when I got dynoed a few months ago, uh, it made 173 or something. So it, it's it, it's it's a sign of one different dyno, but two, the turbo is starting to starting to not be as efficient. I mean, it's still boosting to 15 15 pound, but um it's just not as not as strong as it used Punchy. to be yeah um still from a dig it's quick but yeah up top doesn't pull as hard and and uh it's common on on those to to do it so no no biggie it's just it's just you know thing of owning a modified car um what else needs to be done on it uh um, I, w- I want to see what the the, the order race comparison is between the territory and the uh and the foz when that's all said and done <laughs> Well, I think your FOS would be a quick. It, sorry, uh, your territory would be quicker just because I mean it's it's a, it's a lot heavier than the than the Forester, fifteen hundred kilos to like two point two two ton. Yeah, but you've got torque and you've got an automatic and you've got more power. So uh, yeah, so it'd be interesting. Once once my turbo is back to back to um, full health, it'll be it'll be a good run, I reckon. But if I get the e, if I get E85 and the retune and like the flex fuel sensor and the injectors and like my turbo you know, sorted, I should have ballpark 230, 240, 250 kilowatt ish. Mm. Uh, that'll make it a quick, like a very quick car. Mm. Um, so that would be the next step. Um, so yeah. that's that's probably something in the in the future. Once I once I get the turbo sorted first, um, which will be which which won't be for a while anyway. I can get that done, and it'll be all all good, which will be to be said. No, just, no matter you just, just, just make it ethanol. <laughs> you currently daily this falls, don't you? I do. Yes, I do. So corn juicing your daily. I don't know. 
Well, here's the thing. That's flex fuel. Yeah, no, no. So you say flex fuel, right? But the idea of flex fuel is the moment you put in the corn juice, you get the extra power, you're addicted to that. You can no longer actually go back to just uh, regular 98. So whatever happens, you're just going to keep corn juicing it and then you're going to get what? Um, what 15 20 liters per 100 k's, and then you know, something like that. Yeah, well, well you're gonna brother, embrace the territory life. <laughs> well, my brother with, with his F6 on, on 85, like he's got flex fuel, but he's like, I'm never running it on 98 again. He's <laughs> he gets 28 per liters per 100 on, on the on the juice, yeah, which is but on it on 98, it's like it's like 12 liters per 100, if that. So it's uh, it just shows ethanol just burns like like super quick. I makes would, me wonder what the territory would be at on that. God, <laughs> it'd be it'd just it'd love the juice, but um, it, it's actually it's actually better and and it, and it produces not as many as emissions being being just completely. Look, you're going with the times. So it's COVID, right? You got the you know the, the hygiene product behind you. You can just put your hands behind the exhaust pipes and sanitize <laughs> before you walk into the servo. It's great. <laughs> That's the plan. That's the plan. <laughs> oh, fire out. So yeah, so so that's that's kind of where I'm at with the forest though. Uh, you know, cleaning my hands from the exhaust fumes and uh, and yeah, in, in enjoying it that way. But you know, it's it's, it's been good. Yeah, the, the forest has been pretty flawless since I've owned it. So I can't like I only had that that issue of the uh, the cam sensors um, decided to play out. But apart from that, it's been it's been it's been great. So can't complain with that at all. Marks asks us a question. How are you, Legends? All good, mate. Hopefully you're doing well yourself. Thanks for commenting on the show. Um, so moving on for tonight, gentlemen. Carve the week time. Alum, uh, so this is basically, this is the, we haven't done this in a while, this is the segment where we all find a car for $10,000 or less and try to find who's got the best one and we, we take the pick of who's got the best car. So, uh, Alan, would you like to, to start us off today? Definitely not. I need to refine my car of the week because <laughs> uh, it uh, the car I found did not work, I think. So um, I'll just have to uh, just find out. My apologies. Well, look, in that instance, maybe I might start, which is going to be a, a good competitor. You can start, Anthony. You can share your screen, mate. All right. Well, I'm on the phone, so I won't do that. I'll send it to you, though, and uh, you, you yeah. can do the deed. Right, sounds good. Right. So this one here is 10K on the dot. So, uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. I want to share my screen, and you're going to see what it is. All right, Anthony. So what do we have here? Just what it looks like, Toyota, Reliability, Aristo. And keep flicking through those photos. Just wait till you get to the engine bay. 2JZ. Have a lovely 2J. 2J. It's, a, it's an NA. Manual. But, but the, the best part about this, it's a manual. That's actually really good. Exactly. And that was the, that was the main kicker behind it. Still, it's, um, yeah, the manual life on it. Thing looks mint. Um, obviously it's had a little bit of love behind it. Still got the stock wheel in there. It's a very unique color in that sort of bronzy color. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's just something a bit different, a little bit left field, but still has the JZ reliability in a manual. I really like this. It says, um, general servicing has been done. It's a, so 95 Toyota Aristo, um, JZS 147, Japanese import, very healthy 2JZ GE, so non-VVTI, um, 248 clicks. 
general servicing has been done. Gearbox and differential cars uh, has had an open door respray in metallic bronze. So that so the car, I'm assuming, used to be white from from what the engine bay looks like. Looks it. It says here it's been manual converted with NB mod plated. There you go with the handbrake conversion. So that means it's it's you can enjoy it as engineered. a man. Engineered. Dakota speed um, calibration for the cluster. Uh, bronze work wheels, um, XD9s, 18 by 9 plus 30s all around. 10 coilovers, locked rear diff, HOD headlights, and a catch can. Basically, it's had a fair bit of work done to it. Cons, um, so it's, it's basically had, had a full service. Uh, hard race engine mounts, um, new alternator, etc. Um, polyurethane diff bushes, which is a must on any real drive car these days. Selling without roadworthy, he's like, can, can do cheaper if you bring your own wheels and that is 10k on the dot i think that's actually good good value for the for the, for the money that's actually a cracking car a really nice car for the money that i like it anthony and again like it it, it looks like it's it's been well looked after overall um and again you don't see them no you that's don't. A, it's a very tastefully done nice color behind it too and that's i mean while we still can it's still eligible for, for a club permit for club plates before bingo they- before they change the rules very shortly. That's actually a really nice car. I, I, I do like this. I like that a lot. Mm, very nice, Anthony. Uh, if you I'll... will go into your message, Matty, right there, uh, you'll open up my car of the week. Okay, so this is Alan's car. So uh, I showed you this earlier in the week. You did. 8,500. Sorry, this is a... Run us through it, Mr. Singh. Ooh, it is prelude. a 1987 Honda Prelude with the four-wheel steer. Um it was imported from Japan in 1995. Um, oh, it is you go. eligible for, you know, um, a club plate regardless of whether or not they change the rules. Um, <laughs> the pictures at the uh, sellers always do make me laugh. It's in <laughs> relatively good condition. Um, car runs and drives. Um, there's a few, I guess, the speedometer's not working, maybe a soldering issue. Um, a bit of, I guess, issue with the driver's side carpet and some foam missing in the boot. Apart from that, presents quite well. Um, you know, uh, the, I think the car was last on the road three years ago now, so it does not come with any roadworthy or registration. But, like, it seems to be fine. doesn't actually seem to have any troubles. And, uh, you know, it seems to have been owned by somebody who cares uh, and did care. So yeah, that's always a plus when you're buying something like this. And, you know, pop up, up and down headlights. Absolutely. Pop, pop. That's uh, hard to beat. I think <laughs> it's very hard to beat. But it's just, what engine has got? It's got the 2.2, I think. Yeah. So I think the only issue here, which you, you haven't mentioned, Mr. Um, Mr. Singh. What? It's automatic. It's for having a relaxed time, all right? Is it? So it's, it's all, doing the chap laps on Prince Street. You don't need to be putting the clutch in and clutch out. You know, just you should be, you know, using your hand to, you know, point to the lovely ladies that you'd like to say hi to on the street. I mean, for eighty five hundred bucks, three hundred thirty five thousand kilometers. I mean, it's a very clean example. Definitely a very clean example. However, I think if, if this was manual all day, I think at 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 an, at a, at an automatic it would be a little bit pricey. Yeah, agree with you on that one there, Matty. Again, nice neat example for it, but just like you said, auto, bit more on the pricey side of things. Even though yes, it has been looked after, 
Uh, I think the overall uh, condition that, that's that, that's utilizing some COVID tax right there. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, I think the condition overall would speak for itself. Considering every other prelude you see has been owned by P Platter, it's got God knows what kind of wiring issues because they put in like eight different stereos and the paint's <laughs> all faded. So, like, I think when you compare to what's what's on the rest of the market, it's pretty good. But uh, you know, let's uh, let's allow for all the cars we presented, and uh, you know, we'll take some votes at the end. Yeah, I like it. It's got it's like it's been complied in in '95. Been off the road for the past two years. Start stops runs very good. Our JDM specific foggies, wiper, color coded mirrors, alloy wheels, OEM wind deflectors, faults, imperfections on the bonnet and boot lid and guard. Rust spots around sunroof, which is common on these. Um, required requires refresh suspension and rubber bushes. Goodies inside, original Japanese interior, apart from the radio, which had to be changed as they were new to suit with AU. Climate control, needs regas. Um, all electrics work. Speedo not working. But apart from that, it's actually looking, actually a pretty tidy little car, this. Uh, a lot tidier than the one I was looking at for two grand, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, it's got ABS and four-wheel steer. So I like it, Alan. I like it. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. I'll uh, bring up my car in a second. I was going to have this car for you guys, just for a laugh, which, which to be fair, would win instantly. It's a Sangyong Stavic. This is like the car to end all cars. Uh, it, it's at the, you know, 204,000 Ks, 10 grand. It's, you know, you don't need a Kia Carnival. This is much better than a Kia Carnival. This is much better than a Toyota Tarago. It's a Sangyong Stavic. But the car I have went for is this, a 1992 Suzuki carry. Now it's not really a car, is it? It's more of a it's a K truck. But this this one in particular is a fifty eight thousand kilometers. It's in a manual. Um, really, really, really original little car. Very clean for its age. I love how the, the offset plates are, uh, are there and the very cute little little headlights. Look how small it is. It's 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 adorable. Gary, uh, you keep going through the photos. And then you get to the interior. Interior is really nice. The seats look brand new. It, it, I mean, they, they, they were very agricultural cars. They, they were there to do a job, and that was pretty much it. Um, Looks like it. Yeah, pretty much. Lucky if you get padding. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You got springy on the dash, which means extra value. I mean, you didn't even get a vent on this side of the on this side of the dash. That was optional. So Overrated. So, yeah, vents are overrated. You only need the, two, you only need the middle two. It is a manual, as I, as I previously mentioned. 58,000 Ks, although it's probably been over like probably 20 times because it doesn't have more than, than, than that number. Um, it has got some all-cool four-wheel drive stuff. So it's, it's a proper four-wheel drive where you've, you've got a, you've got two high and, and four high and four low and all that, all that. But you've also got axle diff locks, which is, which is really sick. So this is a proper off-roader. You don't need, you don't need a, um, uh, Nissan Patrol or, or, or a Jeep or, or in the Rob's case, a um, uh, what's it called, Pajero Sport. You can have yourself a 1992 Suzuki Carry for nine thousand nine hundred and ninety dollars. I think I think that's the winner there, gentlemen. The, the real question that people want to know is, does it have a power takeoff for the tray? I don't think it does. I think it's just you just got to get in there and scoop it out yourself. Nah. At least a mighty car mods had a tray that tipped. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's a bit of a deal breaker, Maddie. Well, I think I think it's I think it's a better value than the Monte Carlo one. I think it's I think it's more exclusive, gentlemen. 
If that makes you sleep at mm. sleep at night knowing that you've lost, Matt, then uh, <laughs> so be it. Uh, Rob, have you got any car for us tonight? I sent you one in Messenger. I don't know if it's come through. I don't know if you can open it up. Oh, car sales. It has come through. Yep, absolutely. Give me a second. Let me just get into it. Oh, geez. It's not. Ir- it's not really a car, but yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think it's a good candidate for a knee conversion. I was just dissing this car like two seconds ago, but you have got here a 1975 Nissan Patrol G60 manual 4 by 4 4950. This is actually a very rare car these days. It, it is. It even comes with the manual, the workshop manual. manual. Oh, really? And it's a manual. Yeah. Let's have a look. Well, Been in the same family for 50 years. Wow. It's only got 112,000 kilometers on it. Genuine kilometers. On the speedo. On the speedo. Oh, well, it was only used to take the kids to school on the weekends. <laughs> oh, sorry, on the weekdays. And then And then driven to the supermarket. Yes. And then home. Supermarket and, and church and church on the on the on the Sunday morning. Yep. I love I love this. <laughs> I love these descriptions. Same family for 50 years, 112,000 genuine Ks. A ch- absolutely indestructible car, not like any new four-wheel drive this which is driven to which is driven to drop kids off to school, then to the supermarket, then work or home. Rarely seeing a puddle or god forbid a dirt track. <laughs> <laughs> this Max- this is Okay. Imagine a knee conversion on it. It would be fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, that would be an awesome um, little project, I think. And for $4,000-odd, how can you go wrong? Oh, you can't, man. Well, it says here it hasn't been registered in 30 years, as it was used sparingly on the farm. Uh, hence, they're all a rust, I'd assume. Um, but it says parked two years ago on the cover. Needs all oils, filters, and coolant change. However, the engine oil level is still perfect. Coolant and brake fluids need replacing. I'd say the brake lines would need replacing as well, and pads or... Or, um, and everything else. Everything else. But, but it's a resto mod. You think of it as a resto mod. Is, uh, no. is, is, Let- is it like, <laughs> is it patina, is it? Patina, the electric motor, the batteries in the tray in the back, and off you go. <laughs> it says, yeah, the engine should run beautifully once all the oil fuel and, and fuel filter have been changed. Uh, no, you can't drive it home. No, you can't drive it onto a car trailer that needs to be winched on. It does have multiple keys for ignitions and doors, and steering wheel works fine. It also it rolls fine. Uh, no offers accepted. He's pretty keen on the price, this guy. Uh, who is this seller? Uh, Conrad. Conrad's keen. Uh, but I love how these – they all look very similar to the Aero. They all had these little pop-outs for air. It, it looks – it's very similar to um to a Land Rover Defender, isn't it, Rob? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say these seats are different though, um, but you don't really get a good look at them. But basically, it it looks it's it's very original. I mean, what I would do with that, I would I would uh, take everything off it. I would clear it at the body as it is, like you know, to stop it from rusting any further, mm-hmm. and then um, put a put an electric motor in it. I reckon that'd be awesome. There you go. I think it's it. Rob, did you did you see that um uh, at at High Ball Cars and Coffee where they had the electric Land Rover? Did you see that? I did, yeah, I did, yeah. Remind, it's reminding me of that, actually. To be fair, that's um, that's that's pretty good. So I, I quite, I quite like it. That's all I have. No, nice. Well, look, I, I think I've got a uh, got a really interesting range of cars here. Well, if we well, can call these all cars, 
<laughs> tipping truck mm. yes 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 well i think i think the biggest word here which is which adrian likes to refer to is potential and i think i think rob's car's got the most potential out of, out of the lot alan's car has potential uh but it's i just think a my car's just a great example as it is you know you get registered you're on the road drive away no more to pay you know that's the same thing i'm going for <laughs> This is oh, Rob's car's got potential. Your car's got price too too high. Anthony's car is still quite expensive, but I guess it's for what you're getting. It's good value being an Aristo and a manual and engineered. But I still think I got the best car. It's, and it's- your car doesn't tip. What, what, what are we here yeah. for, mate? And again, do we even classify it as a car? It's exactly. It See, I am going to go ahead and say that. The, the key truck would have done it for me had it tipped. But since it does not, I'm going to vote for the Aristo, you know, that 2JZ life. You're a scumbag. Uh, <laughs> so I'm uh, not a scumbag. I'm just saying, Maddie, you would have won had you brought it. He's a realist. He's a realist. Is he? A realist. Let's put a bomb on that truck and throw you back out. You know, pulling you know, all, the, all the payload out of the back. Ask exactly that. that. That full 30 grams that you can talk. Well, Anthony, you owned a Ute. It didn't tip. You had you managed fine. That was a Ute. It yeah. wasn't a K truck. Exactly, exactly that. And my, I at least had padding in my seats. <laughs> Rob, where are you going, mate? Um, believe it or not, I was looking at a prelude before. <laughs> <laughs> that can I, I quite like the preludes when they first come out. So I might sort of lean towards a prelude. I know it's not a manual. And it's slightly too well. It's not slightly. It's well, well and truly high, too high priced for what it is. But I don't know. I prefer the the, the Honda. I think the, the pop up headlights got you, didn't they, Rob? Yeah, I think so. It's all about the pop up. <laughs> it's all about the pop up headlight. Yeah, it is. Uh, Anthony, look, I know where I'm going to go, but it was still not the easiest choice. Um, I was initially, well, what I want to go for, I'm going to go with my car again, manual Surprise. with the Jay-Z again, it's been resprayed. It's clearly been looked after and the work's been done to it. It has to be done to it. Um, but a very, very close second was actually the patrol. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it, it was very close. Uh, choice between that again for the potential and again the 30 years in the uh, in the making for it um, prelude is awesome again pop-up headlights uh, if it was manual you know I could have make it work and, and gone down that route but the auto lost me and in your case Matt you don't have a tipper so I mean that's just a gift <laughs> I, I think you're being unfair I think I think I've got the best car here by by miles um, it's not even a car Matty like, <laughs> how are you thinking you got the best thing here? It's said car of the week, and you bring a K truck. I mean, you should already be disqualified, really. It, it, it says it in there that it's a truck. It's not a not a car. It's a carry. It's a Suzuki carry. It's got car in its name. Say, ah, it's a carry. It's 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 It carries. Thanks, thanks, Dev. It's, it's definitely it's definitely a winner in my books. But for value prospect in, out of these cars, Anthony, I think you've got the winner there. That's you know it's it's club permittable. 
um, it's you know, it's a manual. It's, con- it's been converted properly. It's got a mod plate. It's ready to go. I think that's definitely a winner. So Anthony, well done. Good good choice. Cheers, boys. Bravo. Congrats. Um, Let me know against second place. <laughs> my, my second place was, was the carry, of course. Like that's <laughs> no, I, was, I, I, I get second place because I got the only other vote. I think the prelude. Yeah, we'll go the prelude. Second place. Yeah. Majority vote there. And then, and then yeah, the patrol. Patrol. And, and then the... yours, Maddie. Sorry, Maddie. Yours is not on the podium. It's that. just standing there, just, you know, looking awkward. It's a carry. Yeah, 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 Kari, yeah. <laughs> where's where's Rizwan you need him? Riz, Riz would have backed me up for sure. Nah, I, th- I think uh, Riz would have, would have gone on our way. What about if uh, what, what about if Adam ended up being on there? Oh, Adam, Adam would have went the, went the patrol for sure because because he, he likes he likes the things that can it's it's got the big big uh, rhubarb on the front. He would have went he would have went for a, for one of those for, for sure for sure. Anyway, and the um, potential value, geez, you could you could make a lot of money on that one. <laughs> well, I think an electric conversion is definitely definitely uh, a worthy cause. Absolutely. Look, I'm not going to lie though. If we were talking about potential for EV conversions, I'd have a fair few ones that are going to be uh, giving you a run for money in the in the patrol side of things in uh, in EV candidates. So maybe that can be a, a segment for another time. I was actually going to bring that up now yeah, to see what, what cars you, you do as as an as a EV kind of swap at this point. Like like cars that are like you know older than 25 years that you think would be a good candidate for an EV swap. Yeah, I need to have a I need to go through my list on what we've got there. But um, again, are we talking purchase price under five, under ten? What are we looking at? Uh, it doesn't really matter. Just just you know what what would you, what would you do for an EV? Um, what what would be your go to because I mean that patrol would be a prime candidate like for an EV swap. I think I think that as an EV would be would be awesome. So I definitely think that's that's on the cards there. Uh, Rob, would you have, so you were saying a bit earlier about Mustang EVs and stuff that that's been done. It has. Do you do you still? It's hard, it's hard to ask this question, but do you think do you still feel it has the essence of a Mustang in it as an or or does it take a lot of it away being being a you would have to build it as a high performance car. It's something that puts out a lot of power, like, you know, maybe some with Tesla motors or something like that in it, or something that really give it some warmth. So, cause I think, I think definitely Mustangs there have always been about power and, and, you know, and, and all, and that whole, you know, kind of ideal. If you're going to do it, it's going to have to be done right. I think. So if you're going to do it, you're going to have to really, I reckon you're going to have to you know, change, change some, some parts up, but I, I think, a I think even a Fox body Mustang uh, um, with a with an electric kit would be would be a lot of fun. That'd be good. I reckon a, a first gen RX seven as well, something like that. Yeah, be sweet. I mean, they're way too expensive these days, but if you get like a, a clap down one that's just completely a rolling shell, like turn that into something with a big old electric motor. Um, yeah, doing having some fun at you know the drag strip with that. That'd be pretty cool. I, I agree. Yeah, maybe an old that's a 120Y, Carmen Gear, something yeah. something like that. See, a Carmen Gear. Mighty Boy. Mighty Boy, yeah. I mean, it's a, <laughs> mate, the Suzuki Mighty Boy is the same thing as a carry, mate. It's the same car, don't stress. You see, you, you guys are, 
<laughs> you guys are picking on me. No, uh, mate. But... One's a Ute and one is is uh, doesn't tip. So I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think um, you're onto something there. A Carmen Gear, Robert. That's something I was going to say, like like a like a, a combi or a Beetle or, or a Carmen Gear electric mm. powered would be would be a lot of fun. Would be you know make it go a lot harder than it could have ever went. And especially in a in you know you've got the the front the whole front front the frunk to use for batteries. And if you if you've got a combi, you can use pretty much the whole back end. You'll you'll be all right with range anxiety. I reckon so. But I think this is a topic we can really, really expand on at some point uh, in the not too distant future. I'm going to uh, to send you guys a, a video very quickly, Matt, that uh, yeah. I think you don't need to share, which is uh, Electric Classic Cars is the Facebook page. Now, this is the one that we've um, mentioned about uh, those conversions and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are we? I'll put the link in our Facebook page, dude, once you actually send it through, but... But yeah, um, definitely. I think that you know these electric cars are you know they are becoming the future. And if if we have to kind of keep our electric cars on the keep our cars on the road and have to make them electric, I think that's probably the probably the way of the future. Any last things you want to talk about, guys, before we head off? No, not really. But we'll have to um, get together again after that last drive we went on. That was pretty good. Yeah, it was fun. It was definitely fun. Yeah, um, it, it was it was good to take the cars out and go and go for a nice drive and. Have a bit of fun with it, um, seeing as we didn't really get a chance to to do that. But like we did, like like we did it the weekend we did, because otherwise, all lockdown. So absolutely, good to get. Well, out. hopefully, I managed to get to the next one. Yeah, work permitting. Yeah, work permitting. You have to get down to the next one, Anthony, and we'll uh, see how the territory goes, or the crown with a barrel for that matter. Would yeah, be. exactly that. I reckon the crown. Re- or well, the crown with the stock engine. <laughs> Just bring it anyway. If it blows on the road, it blows on the road. I think you'll need to sell me that barra and we'll do a I'll I'll sell you get you a nice two J Z with a turbo. And <laughs> oh, where's, the, where's where's the uniqueness in that? It's been done. Yeah, I know, but it's at least it keeps the, some sort of originality with the Toyota. Nah, screw originality. Just just barra it. Barra the world. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, I agreed. Agreed. Well, gentlemen, it's been a good show tonight. Thanks for um, thanks for jumping on, Rob, Alam, and Anthony. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks to our live Facebook audience. Riz for, for Carloop AU, carloop.com.au. Um, find out what people are paying for cars, find out what you should be paying. Get ideas on, on new car prices and all you can, and everything else new car related. Um, so you see the latest trends. Speak to Riz at Carleep or just go to carleep.com.au to, to, to suss that out. Uh, car Talk with Manny J. That's Car, T-O-R-Q-U-E with Manny J. If you miss any of our previous episodes, they're all up on channel and iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasting apps. So don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review to Car Talk. Check out our merch on our Teespring store, teespring.com, and just go type in Car Talk store, as well as become a Patreon. Uh, become a patron of our, of, our, of our show. So just go to patreon.com forward slash car talk podcast and support the show that gives you all this free content um i think we'll leave it there gentlemen thanks for the show and i will see you next time take it easy